So today I'd like to discuss something in the Mesilat Yisharim, which is extremely deep, and it'll encompass the relationship that man has with the food he eats. And we're going to discuss eating disorders, because the Mesil Sisharim discusses it. So we're going to see it in the light and in the eyes of the Mesil Sisharim. Very deep stuff. Saida comes in the front, Avrech. Okay. From the Miyastim of Devad, David Saida. So, comes to the So first I'm going to read a little bit inside the Mesil Sisharim. Let's get some inside reading. And then we're going to start making moves. Got it, Saka? You ready? Okay. Let's go. So here we're up to in the 15th parak of Mesilat Yesharim. Very important, deep stuff going down here. Hinei, ta'anug ha'ma'achal, the pleasure of eating, huayoyser muchash murgish, is a pleasure that's felt very much with the senses of the human being. That means it's not so much something that's in the imagination. You actually feel the taste with your senses. And therefore it has a tremendous meshicha. It pulls a person very much to it. Okay? Now, we have to know how to read this paragraph in Masil Shasham. It's a very important... I'm going to give you a little background so you hop it, so you understand how to read it. Because if you don't know how to read it, you can misunderstand what he's saying. Okay? Food, the purpose of food, okay, is to satiate the body and to give you the nutrition that you need and the energy that you need. Food is a very, very, very important thing. And the Masil's Isharim in this paragraph is not speaking against food. However, what he's saying is like this. You got to get the oymik here, Okay. Food also has an enjoyment to it. It tastes good. And why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu make that the food tastes good? Why? Because if the food didn't taste good, you wouldn't eat it and you would die. I think I once heard from Rabbi Miller years ago, maybe he says in the book there, Joey has the book. If I remember correctly, I heard years ago from Rabbi Miller, they said that eating is extremely strenuous on the person. Strenuous. Requires a lot of muscles and strenuous ba'etza. And therefore people without an appetite have no interest in eating at all. And many of them die when they lose their appetite from sicknesses or whatever it is. You can't just say, okay, now it's time to eat and you have to eat and this is what you gotta do and just eat. No, because if it didn't taste good, you wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? You wouldn't do it. So the reason why food tastes good is to get it into your mouth. But this is a very deep point in hashkafa. Because if the point of the food was the pleasure, if that was the main point, then food would be pleasurable constantly throughout the entire eating process. But the fact of the matter is, which Masil Zeshom is going to point out, that the pleasure of eating is only in the first second when it's in the mouth. That means once we got the food in there, there's no purpose of pleasure anymore. So there's no purpose of pleasure. It's not pleasurable anymore. That shows, that's Yad Hashem, you see. You see, it shrugs up uh, evolution. Because if it was, why why all of a sudden does the pleasure go away? Where did it go? It goes away. It's only in that second. It's only in that beginning step. Why? It's to get it in. 
once it's in, there's a different purpose. The purpose is the actual nutrition of the food. Therefore, the pleasure goes away. Got it? So this, um, Masil Sisharim is attacking Tainug Achil. Not Achil. Tainug Achil. It's very important to understand that for our presentation today, okay? So he says, Hayesh davar aved v'nefsad yoter mimenu. Is there anything that gets lost and gone? In a fleeting moment, like the taste of food. You see, he's talking about the taste of food. The food itself does not gone in a moment. The food itself satiates your body. It has a permanent uh, place in your goof. All the cells that it that it created and whatever it did to your body, you know, it's permanent. So what he's talking about is that tainug of food is gone. Share en shiuro ela keshiur beta till you swallow it. It's forgotten as if it was never there in the first place. And then he goes weiter. Now he says, he's proving another raya that the point of eating is not the pleasure of eating. The same satiation to the body. Got that? Is whether you eat expensive food or if you eat bread, lechem kibor. What it does for what your body needs it to do can be simple food too. So therefore there's no point in eating a food that's expensive and tasty because then the point is you're only trying to go for the taste. And I'm going to explain why. Because let's say you tell me, no, what's the argument that the Basil Sisharim is making? Let's say I have a food that satiates me, that tastes very good. And a food that, tastes, that, that doesn't taste so good, it's regular, and it satiates me. Okay, so why is that? I might as well also get the pleasure. But we'll see that if you, your point of eating, if your, your attachment to food is the pleasure, that's the main thing, then number one, you're going to overeat. Because you're not eating for the point of satiation. Number two, many of the most tasty foods are the most unhealthy foods, especially if they have to uh, artificially create the taste and the flavor in them. Right? They have to they have to intensify that flavor. Those are dangerous for you. Right? So the point is, if your sole intention of eating is getting the energy and the koach and the nutrition from the food which it was given to you for that purpose. Hagav, agav, it will taste good because Hashem wants that it should taste good so you should eat it. But that's an agav. That's on the side. But when your intent is the geshmak in the eating, that becomes the, the ikr and the nutrition is the tuffle. What's going to end up happening is you're not going to get the nutrition. You're going to get a lot of other garbage in your system. And you're going to overeat. And that's going to cause damage. That's his point. Watch how he flows. Right? And especially if you pay attention to the sicknesses that come from eating. That means if you go into the medical world, you will see that a tremendous amount of sicknesses come from food, overeating, overindulgence and eating wrong food. Tremendous amount of sicknesses. Life-threatening diseases. Okay? And if you eat foods that are more tasty, but less nutrition-based, 
but more taste-based, more taiva-based, you will see that those foods make you feel heavy. They make you feel, ah. You don't feel geschmack afterwards. You feel bloated. You feel heavy. And it, it brings up like ashan. Ashan is smoke. Some kind of hevel that it brings up to your brain. It clogs your mind. Many tzaddikim were prushim just for the fact that they wanted to have clear thinking in their learning. So if they eat the wrong foods or they eat too much food, they can't think good. They get tired. You know, after a Shabbos food, it's like you're on drugs, you know. You take this food, you eat cholent like azah, zach, cholent. It puts people out like uh, anesthesia, you know what I'm saying? So where's that? That's the food. It has that power to be ma'ale ashan. And the knocks a guy out, shankaduk mosai. Right? Hine al kolele! Vadai shaloyachbutz adam bedavaz. That person shouldn't want that. Shouldn't want that disgusting feeling, that heaviness. He was unproductive. Right? Kevin shatayvosa in a toyva vera osay raw. Comes out that the, the 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 overeating of a person has only damages him. Now, what's driving him to overeat? What's the force that's driving him? That's the flavor, that's the taste. So if his ikr approach to achila is the taste, he's going to end up overeating, eating the wrong foods, which is damaging, will basically also kill his time. He's going to spend, there was one great tzaddik who made cheshbon hanefesh, that he ate too much, this one time in his life, and he had to spend, this is only tzaddikim can think like this, and he had to spend an extra few minutes in the bathroom, and he had to make chatati uh, aviti pashati for the bitul Torah of the bathroom. Yeah? More than necessary. You see, the reason why animals have to eat a lot, they eat a lot, eat a lot, is because their excrements at least is useful for the world. It makes, it makes uh, fertilizer. So we need them to eat a lot. They eat a lot, they make fertilizer. But for you, we don't need your fertilizer. So for you, you have to make less fertilizer. Follow? So you are just a behemoth who's a fertilizer making machine. That's a, that's a mashata, you know? To put it exactly the way it is, you know? Fine. Now continues The same thing is that if you chase this world for the pleasure that the world gives you, if you would think into it deeply, even the good that it seems like it has, it gives you pleasure, it gives you gishmak, right? It only lasts for a second. It's a fleeting moment. The hano is only a minute. And the bad that comes out from it afterwards is hard, difficult, and long-enduring. Right? The guy takes a, he's drinking alcohol. Okay, it's geschmack for whatever it is. But then he suffers afterwards. The long-term damage that things do to your body. And the, 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 you know, knocks you out. And whatever it does to you, that's longer, more kasher, more dangerous, right? So you see, how could this thing be good? How could going for the food, for the pleasure be good? Alright? So if I'm going for the food, for the purpose of the food, to give me energy, to give me nutrition, to, to give me koach, right? When I go to the food for that reason, then I eat the right foods, I eat the right amount of foods, and I feel great, and I'm unbelievable, right? That's the idea. And then he says, 
Which idiot, he's saying, say it mildly, which idiot will be soivel so much pain and suffering and, and time and energy and money and all the good things that you need in life to waste it on a, minute, a second of pleasure? You gotta, like, like what kind of businessman are you? You're a fool. You give so much hotza'ot for no hachnasot. You spend so much money to get nothing in return. It's like a foolish thing to do. Okay? Let me just read one more paragraph and then we're going to go into the Avkis of Bissel-Tifra. Okay? Then he says, And when you continue to think about this, and you get this into your thinking, You will go out little by little from the straps of foolishness, that the darkness of physical world has you trapped in it. This paragraph I'm going to go over a different day, like deep, but I just want to read it for now. And you will not be fooled and seduced by the pleasure of it. The result is that you're going to, you're going to despise, right? It's not like the child is going to see the, the, the jelly donuts and the custard donuts and the donuts and you're going to say, ah, it's geschmack, ah. But I want to hold myself back. At some point, it's going to come to a point that it's not going to attract you. You're only going to be interested in eating healthy food, food that gives you the right amount of uh, what you need. And it's, 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 it's the pleasure of it is agav just to get it into your mouth. And that's not going to be the sole thing. Okay? He's going to train his mind to believe that you only take from the world what you need, not more. Got it? So that's what we read just now. Now I'm going to bring more amkis, deeper amkis, okay? To try to understand this. But I want to, before I do that, I want to go back a little bit to chapter 13, which in chapter 13, the Mesil Sisharm also talks about Achim, okay? Now we see both sides of the coin. We're going to get Amkis. You ready, David? Okay, here's Amkis. Deep stuff. Sutton, why are you sitting in the back for? Come, the chef po. Okay, now get, let's get this clear. We're going to get some Amkis here. Okay? Back in chapter 13, the Basil Sisharim had like contradictions in Chazal. On one hand, Chazal told us that we should have precious and we should eat less and all that kind of stuff. On the other hand, you see many Chazals that talk against starving yourself and, and denying yourself the pleasures of this world. So the Ramchal was stuck. Should you deny yourself from the pleasures of the world? Should you not deny yourself from the pleasures of the world? Right? Remember that? And then he said, there are preachers that's mutter, there's preachers that's author. But I want to read a line here, and then I'm going to go on to the Ayimek. Okay? Say it. Even though it's sometimes easier to explain it outside, but it's good to work off the words. The words are important. It says like this in chapter 13. hara, The bad precious. The evil precious. It's like the goyim that are foolish. Not only do they not take from the world for what, for, for They'll hold themselves back even what you need. And they will cause and inflict on themselves pain. Things that Hashem are not interested in them. Yeah. 
Klal Hashem Nainsh the Allah Adirava. Also, Lordum she is saving Yisagif Atzmoy. Person is not allowed to cause pain to himself. Okay. So here is really where the Mesil Sashom is talking about something called an eating disorder. Something in psychology that would be called an eating disorder. And when he's discussing eating disorder, he's saying that you're taking precious to an extent which is asur. Okay? But I want to try to understand it. You see, because in our world, eating disorder and precious has no shaykhs to each other. At least, bashkafer rishayna. Why is that? What's an eating disorder? Simply, eating disorder is a psychological problem. That's what it is. A eating disorder, you have to go to a therapist. It's a psychological problem. What does the psychological problem come from? For example, it's, it comes from a distortion. If, let's say, a person has a distorted self-image of his body, that he feels that he's always overweight and unattractive, right? There's about 8 million Americans that suffer from eating disorder. That's a tremendous number. 90% of them are women. 10% are men. And the rave of the disorder usually takes place in the years of life, like between 12 and 25 type. Because that's a, a years that a person is developing his self-esteem and self-image and all that kind of stuff. Right? So this person feels like I look heavy, I look fat, I'm not attractive, especially the world, you know, portrays, especially by women, the world portrays them to look like models and to look uh, thin and etc., etc., and they get a tremendous uh, craziness in their brain, right? It clicks in their brain, and therefore they don't want to eat. They don't want to eat because of that. And usually comes from a low self-esteem or from the fact that people don't compliment them. So if they start looking thin, people will tell them, wow, you look great, you look unbelievable. Or it may come from your home that your parents, since the day you were three years old, told you don't eat anything because you have to get shadukim and no bakram. I'm going to look at you if you're not thin, right? All these kind of crazy things that goes into the psychological problem where the relationship between the person and the food becomes distorted. Where the food becomes your enemy. <coughs> because it's going to destroy your life, you know? Sometimes the eating disorder comes from a very deep thing. Again, I'm not giving a whole psychology lesson here, but it does also come from a certain thing with people that were controlled by parents. Their parents controlled them. So they didn't have any bechira to do anything. So the one place they could have bechira is that they don't have to eat. You can't put food down my throat, you know? That's a place where I have control. So it's a control thing. And even if you force me to eat, I can still throw it up. That's bulimia. You know, you can do, I can, I can still get it out. So that's another thing. Sometimes it comes from what Lucille Zisharm seems to be talking about, is people have guilt and shame for various that they did or certain things that they did, and they want to punish themselves. It's self-punishment. Self-punishment by denying themselves the food. But all these things are really psychologically related. It's a psychological problem. It's a very dangerous disease, extremely dangerous disease. And if you see someone that has simonim of a uh, uh, eating disorder, that right away you should try to get them help because this, people die from it. You know, either they get sick or they die. There's actually a percentage of people that actually die from it. Scary thing. But the point is, that's like a psychological problem. So I wouldn't bring that in the world of precious. Precious in my brain would be, we're all normal people, we like food. Finito la camedia, right? We all like food. Okay. We like food. And food has a pleasure to it. 
And precious talks to people who are drawn after pleasure. That's the sugi of precious. The sugi of precious is we only take from the world what's necessary, what's purposeful, what serves a purpose. So food is necessary. It serves a purpose. It gives me koach. It gives me koach to serve Hashem. It gives me the nutrients that I need, right? That's purposeful. Food is very purposeful. Even sometimes I need to eat a little extra to give me simcha. Which is the whole sugi, which I'll talk about in another vod because we don't have time. That's why on Shabbos and on Yontif we have to eat better food. Because there's a amount of simcha. So food has purposes. It gives me simcha. It gives me uh, energy. It gives, right? That's, that's what it is. But it also has pleasure. And like we explained earlier, it has pleasure. Why? Because without pleasure you wouldn't put it in your mouth. So, but the problem is that we are pleasure seekers. So because we become pleasure seekers, what we put in front of nutrition and what we put in front of koach and energy to serve Hashem is the taste itself. That becomes the ikr. Once that becomes the ikr, that's when we start doing unhealthy behaviors with eating. Because that's the ikr. And the, so the world of, of precious l'chayra talks to hanah. Right? So why am I bavarning? Why am I being meramas to? Why am I trying to be miyashiv? A messed up precious. It's not a messed up precious. If a guy doesn't eat, it's painful not to eat. It's dangerous not to eat. It hurts. It's inflicting tsar on yourself, right? So that's a psychological problem. Guy's a psychological problem. Right? He has issues. He has deficiencies and he has a problem with self-esteem. He has a problem feeling good about himself. He has, he wants control. He, whatever it is, you know, self-inflicted punishment for things of guilt, whatever it may be, right? Why, I wouldn't bring that into precious. So I'm gonna to try to say something very deep here, okay? The point is, this is the point. Because precious doesn't just say, okay, this is good food, it's kishmak, it's the Chinese uh, fried from here to the wazoos and back with the sauce that they put on top of it, the sugar and everything. It's like, it's like a, you know, a heart attack making machine, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> So, listen, it's dangerous for you. Stay away from the pleasure. Just stay away from the pleasure. But you see for the Masil Shasharim, it's not like that. Because the Masil Shasharim says that the thought process results in what? A relationship that you have with food. If you paid attention to the words of the Masil Shasharim is, he says, at, after a while, you're going to be mo'es. You're going to look at the bad food as your enemy. Something that clicks in your brain. It's a relationship that you have with food. You have to change it. You gotta hear this. Anybody who's a little overweight has to listen to this. Dieting doesn't mean self-control. Dieting means changing your relationship with food. Finito a la camedia. That's what it means. Because now I see food a different way than I saw food yesterday. Yesterday I saw food as the machine, as the chayfetz, as the chefetz that gives the gavra pleasure. That's how I saw food. I saw this as the, my <coughs> happiness and simcha and gishmak and tainug and pleasure comes from here. Today my relationship with food became totally different. I see food as the thing that gives me koach, energy, nutrition, and therefore things that don't do that, I only see them as damaging as sickness, as problems, and I have more S. I have a new relationship with food. I have a new relationship with food.
What is an eating disorder? An eating disorder is a distorted relationship with food. Where you see food as the number one enemy. You see food in a way that it is, oh, you're, you're, you're giving yourself something that you think you deserve, you're a bad person, you don't deserve, or, 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 or it ruins your, your, your self-esteem, or whatever it is, right? It's a distorted relationship with food as well. So the Masil Zisharm is saying, that's called evil precious. Because precious means you change your relationship with food. But if you change your relationship with food in a way that you're taking away what Hashem intended in the food, that's called an, a, a evil precious. It's the same lomdis. You hear what I'm saying here? It's deep zakhir. I don't know if the I'm saying. Is that what I just said? That was hard, huh? Okay. I'm going to try to say it a little bit simpler, okay? So you get to what I'm trying to say. Basically like this, okay? Let's just try to, it's getting a little late, but I'm going to theorize, okay? Basically like this. It's not a question of food is food, and it could give me pleasure, and it could give me nutrients, right? So I have to control myself not to eat food that I shouldn't eat because it it's not good for me, right? Then it's about control. So people who go to dieting with self-control don't end up staying on a diet too long. Because how much resistance can you have to your typhus, you know? After a while, you just plots, right? So what's a diet that's effective forever? Is if a person's able to come to dieting through changing his relationship with food. The way he perceives food. And the way he perceives that food and him have a shaykhist to each other. That's a change in perception. Which in the world of precious means... Only food that's nutritious and mukhrach, that's the, the relationship I have with food. So it's changing the relationship with food, right? Uh, eating disorder is also a relationship with food. It's not just that you're forcing yourself not to eat. You have a different perspective on food. That even the nutritious food you feel is your enemy and ruining your life. It's what precious in the regular hano you have in regular food. It's the same thing. It's just taking it out of whack. That's why the Messiah Sashon could talk about it, eating disorder while he talks about precious. Because you're doing the same thing, you're just going out of the way Hashem wants you to do it. So that's why it's the same lumdis, it's the same gedder. Once it's the same lumdis, the same gedder, so yesh precious hamutter, yesh precious ha, that's givaldic, and yesh precious, which is asr. Because it's precious. Eating disorder is a precious. That's amkis, only Messiah Sashon. That's what this guy does over here. He says, Amkis. Got it? Okay, we'll stop here.